0: it's become common to tell kids that they're going to die from climate change. If a heatwave doesn't get them, then a wildfire will, or a hurricane, a flood, or mass starvation. Incredibly, many of us hardly blink before telling our children the story. It shouldn't then come as a surprise that most young people think their future is in peril. There's an intense feeling of anxiety and dread about what the planet has in store for us. I see this daily in the emails that land in my inbox but it's also reflected in research from across the world. A recent global survey asked 100,000 16-25 to 25 year olds about their attitudes to climate change. More than three quarters thought the future was frightening and more than half said humanity was doomed. The feelings of pessimism were widespread, from the UK and US to India and Nigeria. Regardless of wealth or security, young people the world over feel like they're hanging on for dear life. In the same survey, two in five were hesitant to have children. In a 2020 poll of American adults, of all ages, without children, 11% said climate change was a major reason for not having them and 15% more said it was a minor reason. In younger adults, aged 18 to 34, the share was even higher. One respondent said she felt like I can't in good conscience bring a child into this world and force them to try to survive what may be apocalyptic conditions. Of those surveyed, 6% said they regretted having children because they felt despair about their future in a changing climate. It's tempting to dismiss these views as empty words, but a recent study, not looking at surveys but actual data on people's reproductive decisions, suggests non environmentalists are 60% more likely to have children than committed ones. Of course, This may not be the only reason environmentalists are less likely to have children, but it gives us some concrete evidence that when people say they're anxious about having kids, they're not bluffing. If people aren't bluffing about their hesitation to have kids, they're probably not bluffing about their feelings of doom and anxiety either. Closer to home, I know these feelings are real because I've been there. I too used to be convinced that I didn't have a future left to live for. How to turn the world upside down. I spend most of my time thinking about the world's environmental problems. It's my job and my passion, but I nearly gave up on it. In 2010, I started my degree in environmental geoscience at the University of Edinburgh. I showed up as a fresh faced 16 year old, ready to learn how we were going to fix some of the world's biggest challenges. Four years later, I left with no solutions. Instead, I felt the dead weight of endless unsolvable problems. Each day Edinburgh was a constant reminder of how humanity was ravaging the planet. Global warming, sea level rise, ocean acidification, dead coral reefs, starving polar bears, deforestation, acid rain, air pollution, overfishing, oil spills and the annihilation of the world's ecosystems. I don't remember hearing about a single positive trend. During my time at university, I made a conscious effort to keep up with the news. I needed to be informed about the state of the world. Everywhere were images of natural disasters, droughts and hungry faces. More people seemed to be dying than ever before. More were living in poverty and more children were starving than at any time in history. I believed I was living through humanity's most tragic period. As will be seen, all of these assumptions were wrong. In fact, in nearly every case, the world was moving in the opposite direction. You might think such basic misconceptions would be squashed during a four-year stint at a world-leading university. They weren't. If anything, they became even more ingrained. The shame of our ecological sins getting heavier with every lecture.